welcome to another Connection Podcast. Today, to Microsoft or to Google? It's a question that many companies, for many reasons, are asking these days as they evaluate which business collaboration technologies may be best for their employees. Here at Connection, our VP and Principal Consultant for the Microsoft Center of Excellence, Lane Shelton, has stumbled upon a way in which he helps guide teams towards making the choice. And as Penny Conway, our Senior Program Manager for Workplace Transformation, learns, his approach is rather unique. I heard that you can tell within 15 minutes of sitting in someone's cafeteria whether they are a Microsoft candidate or a Google candidate. And so I thought it would be really fun to have you on and kind of walk us through your experience and what those indicators are. Sure. So as you know, I spend a lot of time talking to customers about their Microsoft investment. I get the question a lot. Should we look at Google? What's Google? What's the Google experience like? Because, I mean, Microsoft has dominated the productivity space in business sector for a long, long time. And, you know, I mean, most customers, they, they like their Microsoft experience, but at the same time, they, they have a, curi- a natural curiosity about what else is out there. Of you know, competition's a good thing. You know, America runs on competition, so they want to see, you know, so we get that question a lot. Sometimes it's because they're unhappy with the price they're paying for Microsoft, <laughs> you know, or sometimes it's not. But, but the question comes up a lot. And so having gotten that question enough times, we decided to kind of do our due diligence on finding, finding the answer. So we, we, we went out and met with Google. We went on site to their facility in New York City and, and spent the day just kind of learning about what Google has to offer and what their philosophy is. And I have to say, I walked away from that meeting extremely impressed with Google. They really had... I don't know if it was the guy I was meeting with was just a phenomenal seller or <laughs> or or they really, you know, that is that it that is their corporate culture. I was really impressed with how Google not only kind of seemed like they had a really solid idea of what they were about, but they really they were really in tune with what their software package was or their their service uh, the G Suite service right. uh, was in a in a way that I hadn't really experienced. I wasn't I wasn't expecting, right? So I was very impressed, and, and what I learned really, the, the takeaway from that was, and this is kind of borne out in my own personal experience, because it's, it's not like I don't use Google. I use it every day. I mean, mm-hmm. I use Microsoft. I use Google. I yep. love them both. But Google is more of a cultural thing. The G Suite is more of a culture than a, a package. It's really designed to support a certain type of environment, a certain type of environment that happens to look a lot like Google and right. <laughs> another West Coast Silicon Valley, you know, speaking as an East Coast guy. You know, it's it's really designed around quick, uh, on-the-fly collaboration, like like small teams of people forming up to execute projects and tasks, uh, uh, almost like cells in an organism that join together to form and then they reform. And that's really that kind of that 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 high-speed, highly collaborative, matrix-based type of organization. That's really what Google is kind of geared towards. This is just my personal opinion, obviously, but but you kind of feel that when you use. I mean, you've 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 used Gmail before. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, use it Every all the time, day. right? Yeah. But how different is Gmail? If you think about what is email in a Gmail context, it's almost like this sort of stream of consciousness, mm-hmm. right? You're not putting stuff in file folders. You're not moving and nope. organizing nothing. It's just coming and rolling and going. And you might star a few things, and but it's a totally different mindset to operate Gmail than it is when you're sitting in front of you know fully functional Outlook, right? Outlook's like this tool that Swiss Army knife tool that you use. Gmail's like this 
this blinking light that just that just kind of goes right. Yeah. Well, the whole G, the, the whole of the G Suite experience is like that. I remember when I was uh, uh, my my old boss. Uh, this was before that meeting in New York, but we were planning for that meeting in New York, and and so we were collaborating with the Google team on setting up the schedule and the agenda, and we were doing it in Sheets, Google Sheets, and so there was somebody from California, somebody from New York, somebody else, and we were all building this agenda in Sheets because obviously it's Google we're using Sheets. We're not going to use Excel when you're talking to Google people. So we were and and what was amazing was the the speed of the real time collaboration. Now, Microsoft has since come a long way on, you know, real-time co-authoring, but back then it was, they were still figuring that part out. And, you know, Sheets was known for its, its ability for you and me to just fire something up, collaborate, pull somebody in, you know, via Hangouts, you know, from, from 16 different places. And we're all pounding away on this document and I'm seeing what you're doing and you're seeing what I'm doing. And this just this seamless experience. We just kind of gelled together. We built this out, out this agenda and then when we were done, I just turned it off, and, and Jeff was like, oh, my God, you didn't save it. And I was like, <laughs> Jeff, it's Sheets, man. You don't save this stuff. That's, no, it's all no in save. the cloud. It's all in the cloud. Now, of course, now Microsoft has autosave. That rolled out, what, a couple of months ago. Yep. Um, and so now I don't hit save with Excel anymore either. That took some getting But you used. still do, don't you? No, I don't, oh, actually. Geez. I'm totally converted because, because <laughs> I was used to the Sheets thing. Like, I love that about Sheets. Now I got that in Excel, so you know I hate hate sheets for what I do only you know at business because I do a lot with Excel and I need that like I need that the level power the, the, the power thinking, of yeah. of Excel as a as a tool. But when I do like my personal budget at home and stuff, I do that on sheets because it's because e- it's it's quick and easy, right? So again, Google versus Microsoft is is more of a less of a technology decision in my opinion and more of a cultural decision, right? So I'd been that that thought had been rolling around in my head for a while, and I went on site to to do um, uh, a consulting engagement with with a customer, and they asked that question, but they were really serious about it. It wasn't that they were unhappy with Microsoft; they just you know their costs have been going up, so it was just it just sparked them to to say we want to take a we want to take a serious look at this. At lunch, I had been in their cafeteria, and I'd sort of been thinking about this idea of how do you how can you quickly measure a company to see if they might even have that sort of Google fit, right? Because if a customer is going to go down that route, especially if they're like right in the middle of like renewing a big Microsoft agreement or something and they're, they want to talk to Google, like I wanted to know how do I respond to that? How do I either get that out of the way quickly or tell if it's something that they're going to take seriously, right? Yeah. Something I need to factor in. And so as I was in their cafeteria, I started observing things and I, I realized I'm like, wow, you can really tell a lot about a company's culture by what you see in their cafeteria. So when the Google question came up, I said, you're not a Google candidate. I said, I know you, <laughs> I said, but you're not a Google candidate. He's like, why? I'm like, cause I spent 15 minutes in your cafeteria and I can tell you that. He's like, okay, how do you, how are you able to spend 15 minutes in my cafeteria and tell me that I'm not, an el- I'm not eligible for G Suite. And I, <laughs> and, and I said, I said, okay, here's the deal. So, G Suite is a is more is going to require more cultural change. It's not so much about the 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 money's involved. Would it be cheaper? Would it not be cheaper? This is kind of the wrong question to ask. The right question to ask is is my you know is my would my corporate culture support a move to that kind of that kind of environment that 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 G Suite is built for? And I said, and I was in your cafeteria, and I noticed because they had just moved into a a new big fancy headquarters so I looked around I looked around your cafeteria and I said and I saw all these little collaboration rooms all around the cafeteria little collaboration spaces 
And I said, Ooh, that's a Google move. Like that's all that, that's a, that says Google, except that I saw like the, the scheduling, the, the conference scheduling screens out in front of all of them, you know, because you had to, you, you couldn't just go into them. You had you to, to, you had to book it, you had to book room. it to do it. And I'm like, <laughs> not Google. <laughs> and I said, so I asked around and you started it as impromptu collaboration space, but people started fighting over <laughs> the oh rooms. And so then you locked them down. I'm like, yep. okay, so you started Google now, not Google. I said, I saw fancy, really nice gourmet coffee. I said, and it was free. I'm like, ooh, that's, that's Google. Google. That's Google. <laughs> I said, and I went to get a cup, and I pulled out this thimble-sized cup <laughs> with which to, to daintily sip my, my, my two sips of, of, of coffee. And I asked somebody, I said, how come I'm holding this, this, this thimble of coffee? And they're like, well, that's because when it was free and it was first launched, people would come in with their giant 68-ounce you know, tub thermos and fill up with the gourmet free coffee. <laughs> I'm like, so, you know, free coffee, Google. I'm like, thimble-sized cups, not, not Google. Google. <laughs> it's like, okay, so that's, that's strike two. And I said, strike three, I said, I noticed you had free soda and snacks. And I'm like, you know, again, that's a Google move. You want people eating. You don't want them leaving the building. Mm -hmm. You want them awake so you're serving them free coffee. You want them in these collaboration spaces because that's what, you know, that now, you, now you've got all this, you know, all this stuff happening. I said, so total Google move to have that, to have that free, I said, except it's only available from 12 to 2 on like Monday, <laughs> Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> I, oh, wait, not Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. I, because what was happening was people were coming in with their coolers and their... And they were <laughs> and taking it home with them. And, and taking <laughs> home 62 gallons of cola, you know, and a bag full of free popcorn. I was like, not Google. I said, oh, my gosh. And so, you know, applaud your efforts for, for you know, trying to, 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 to embrace that sort of culture. Because that's not for everybody. Right. And, I mean, I'm an East Coast guy, so all that kind of, you know, it all feels a bit hippie to me. <laughs> a bit hippie to me. I'm more of a suit and tie. You know, I like to schedule my meetings. Pay and, for your uh, you coffee. Know, that's because I'm an East Coast <laughs> guy. You know, it annoys me when it's like people running around and, you know, I just it, that, that that feels ADD to me, right? So I'm probably not a good, you know, long-term Google candidate for, you know, doing my business in GC. I like my business to be business. And I like my fun to be fun. <laughs> and so, and, I, and those two don't, don't mesh well, but that's just me personally. But Corp, as, a, as an organization, they were kind of the same way. Right. So I was like, you know, you can look at Google all you want, but I guarantee you most of your people are going to hate, hate the experience because it's going gonna, it's gonna to impede the way they want to work. So that's a good thought because if you look at a company like that, clearly they're putting things like collaboration rooms, free coffee, free snacks. The organization themselves is Google maybe minded, that open mind, but they're sort of all of the people that they have within their organization. They're maybe hiring practices, things like that. So do you think companies can go through that transformation that gets them there or they're pretty I, solid I think state? so. I think so. I mean, I'm to me, it's fascinating that both platforms, it's not like Microsoft doesn't support that type of environment. They clearly do. I mean, look at Teams and look at, you know, in, right. in my opinion, I think Microsoft maybe has done a better job of striking the balance because, you know, you can, you, there are plenty of companies that do use Microsoft in that, in that, in that Google context, if you will, mm -hmm. right? And they do it just fine, right? They get away with it just fine. 
but I'm, you know, I, I, I haven't yet seen, not to say it doesn't exist, but I haven't seen where a company that would, like, if I was a CEO, you know, that my company, I haven't seen that, like, run on Google this, it, with the same level of, of, with the same kind of, kind of result, right? right. But my, my vision is limited on that, right? Because you know, this is kind of an idea that's only been kicking around in my head for a couple of years. So, you know, I'm looking for it. You know, I'm looking to, that's kind of one of those questions I'm always trying to ask is, okay, I know Microsoft is universally relevant, right? Is Google also universally relevant? That's a, yeah. an interesting question. It I mean, is. it's something I look for. Um, so, you know, the experience you're it's the experience that you're going to get, the experience that you're going to see when you're in the Google platform is going, it, you're, as an organization, you kind of have to decide, is that what we're going to embrace or not? And I have seen one company fully embrace the Google. In fact, they kind of hired us on the Microsoft side to sort of retire their Microsoft oh. elegantly, right? Like that was, we were like the caretakers. <laughs> like we were dignity. like, we were, yeah, go out with dignity. <laughs> like they're like, okay, this, and of course, but even in that, even in that environment, accounting stayed on Microsoft. Right. Accounting was the holdout. They're like, right. well, you know, they're like, we'll go G Suite over our dead bodies like that because <laughs> they, 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 I mean, because of Excel, right? Right. The, yep. the, the world runs on ex Microsoft Excel. I've made my living with Microsoft Excel for 20 something years. Right. So, you know, they, they weren't giving that up and the, and the organization didn't make them. But that was the only that was the only sort of the only group left. But they had to really embrace that Google Hangouts, that you know that whole culture. And they were also a West Coast company, a, a household name. So so they were ready for it. The question is, you know, what does that get you in the end? How do you quantify that value? Is, is there a value equation there that's that's worth making the shift? I don't know the answer to that question. I'd love to find out. I'd love to see. Do you think, though, that companies, it's interesting because a, a previous episode that we did was specific to education and the Google and Microsoft's really battle. The goal of that and the, the point of that podcast was to show how the two platforms can play together, that it isn't a either or, that a school can support both, they can have both, the cost effectiveness of Google and then in education specifically, the cost effectiveness of Microsoft right. is really relevant. But in an organization, corporate setting, do you think those two in the future could play together and have maybe IT or companies support both platforms? Or do you really think it's a one or the other? That's one of the reasons why we're building that survey we were talking about that asked customers to kind of kind of stack rank their future on those various platforms, right? Amazon, Google, mm -hmm. Microsoft, Apple, um, because we're very curious about we're very curious about that, about, can, you know, because. And in one of the questions, one of the questions we ask, or the, the, in the preamble to that survey that we're sending out, we make this statement that while the these in, these ecosystems, right? And I include Amazon. You know, Amazon is kind of a wild card, right? Like they're everywhere. They they could they they have Amazon for education. Like they're you know they're trying to make their way in, just like everybody else is, right? Apple, Google. So when I look at the the overall landscape, it looks to me like they are designed to play play well together. And that's kind of a Satya thing on the Microsoft, right? right? Yeah. You know, under Bomber, there wasn't much no. playing well together, right? He was, <laughs> no he one was, was sharing. He was red meat. <laughs> Loved Bomber though. I mean he was a he was he was a man for his time, right? And 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 then they needed a more Microsoft needed a more open minded, you know, less proprietary they wouldn't have got Satya couldn't have done what he did if Bomber hadn't done what he did. So I've always been a fan of both 
for very different reasons. You know, Sacha's, I call him kind of a born in the cloud, Bill Gates, right? He's, he's, so he's definitely looking to make that experience seamless. And if that has to include some of, some of his competitors, so be it, right? And they embrace that and they embrace it more and more, you know, with each passing year. However, those ecosystems, although they are designed to work with other ecosystems, there's also, I think, in my opinion, again, equal effort put into making sure that the experience you get when you kind of sole source is better than the one when you when you interoperate. So sure, they'll work together, but when it comes to probably in the realm of how what you're able to do with the data that you're pushing through those ecosystems, you're going to have a better overall experience. You're going to get better actionable intel. You're going to get uh, uh, better controls, better security, because it's, you know, it's your sole sourcing, right. right? So I think that's kind of, they're frenemies, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they'll work, they'll work well together, but, but, but their real goal. But they don't want to give. Make no mistake. They don't want you to go to someone else. World they dominance want you to stay. is on yeah. the agenda. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> but it's interesting that you say that about Satya. Like he was very, he was a cloud child. He understood the power of that. He almost is sort of, he is a Google minded person. Well, yeah. Like in, in how his brain works and the collaboration and the vision that he has um but he's building he's brought that culture to microsoft to yeah. sort of kind of give that better user experience across yeah the board. I, and that's why i call him a, a born in the cloud bill gates bill when, when i say that i'm channeling like bill gates was a man on a mission right like a, a pc on every desk mm -hmm. right like a pc in every home like that was his thing and and he saw that before anybody else and he saw that very clearly and he orchestrated Microsoft to provide that and they did mm -hmm. right i mean you know they they did with, with you know and then and some, then some. <laughs> right um i think that sacha sees um, the same thing but it's almost like what i think sacha sees is this vast ecosystem that connects everything together where that entire experience from the edge to the to the to the cloud and everything and all points in between is like this fabric that weaves business and people and organizations and governments and and ac academic institutions it's like this in almost like this invisible fabric that just brings it all together in one ecosystem obviously driven by microsoft so it's kind of like bill gates's vision of a pc in every home, living room, office, et cetera. But it's instead, it's the, you know, this, this, this invisible web that connects everything in every home and every, so he's, I think he's got a very Bill Gates like mission. And I do believe, you know, he's, he's one of the, he saw it long before the rest of us did. And, and so that's where he's taking Microsoft. It took a bomber. Cause you remember like, I think it was Microsoft's partner conference in, I can't remember that it was maybe 2000 and ah, I can't remember the exact year, but, but, but a sweaty Steve, a sweaty Steve bomber got up on stage and screamed, we're all in on the cloud. And he wasn't kidding. Cause like 98% of their R and D within 12 months was, or was, was, was behind the cloud. It took that kind of like kicking the rear end, you know, bare knuckle brawler to make that happen. Microsoft, Satya wouldn't have been able to even do what he did in my opinion. This again, this is just my opinion. Wouldn't have been able to do what he did had Bomber not like had the guts to say we're all in because right. he bet the whole freaking company on that statement. And, you know, kudos to him. I wasn't a big Bomber fan when he was there. I thought he was a little bit rough around the edges, you know, a little abrasive. 
but he's like a he's like a fine wine. He's you know he's 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 <laughs> aged you know he's aged well in my memory. And I, as I look back, I start to more and more appreciate that where we're at today with Microsoft would never have been possible without his guts and the fact that he was who he was. So if you think about the leaders of Microsoft over the span of history, each one has kind of been the right person in the right place at the right time. We haven't had you know. Has have I seen it like with Google leadership? It's not as it's not as front and center with right. Google leadership, but clearly they have an under a deep understanding of who they are, what they're trying to achieve. I mean, at that meeting, they said they got they said flat out like we're not here to we're not here to butt heads with Office three sixty five. We're not here to go head to head. That's not what we're about. We're here to create an experience that does what it does for the people that it needs to that 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 will be able to partake of that experience. And I thought that was a really cool strategy, too. So I call it the Clash of the Titans. It's fascinating to watch as these, you know, these juggernauts kind of figure out where the future is going to be and what their place is in it. And that's why we're sending out that survey, because we're really curious to see what organizations think about that. Right, right. Because it, it's it's so different than, you know, back when it, the goal was to have a PC in every person's hands. That was the introduction of personal technology. Now we have choice. Now we we were saying earlier, I've got my Outlook open. I've got my Gmail inbox right next to it. I've got my Android phone sitting on the desk or my Apple phone. And then my iPad that I'm watching Netflix on my lunch break or something. There's no, the goal is to have a, a, you know, that sole experience. And I think that there are a lot of avid users that go one direction. But for the rest of us, we have been able to pick and choose different platforms and pieces of platforms that we love and have them all coexist and it'll be really interesting one in education uh, as we've seen for years kind of that battle go back and forth watch them uh, work more closely together I think Google's got a really good mindset where their their goal is not competition I mean I'm sure that Part of their goal it is, is competition, of course. but it, it's not the core. It's not why they're doing what they're doing. They're trying to create a different experience. And I think just in the past three to four years that I've worked with Microsoft, I've seen that competitiveness really flare up and then sort of go, all right, let's just stay the course. Let's do what we need to do. Uh, likely driven by all that, um, you know, line in the sand on the cloud and let's move forward. Let's drive business. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see how organizations play out what we're doing in our normal lives and what how the experience is going to be at work versus at home. Yep. It's good ultimately for us as consumers, whether as we're as a business consumer, personal consumer, mm-hmm. academic consumer, they're each of those ecosystems, and like I said, world dominance is on yep. the is on, is the, on the agenda. agenda. <laughs> the dominance is coming in the quality of the experience that they yep. provide. And so if you think about that, they're you know, they're they want to win you because you wanna be in that ecosystem. Because it's actually better for you to put the iPad aside and get a, a, a surface, right? Because now it all integrates and it's seamless and, you know, or, and, you know, it's better, you know, if you're Apple, it's better that you, you know, go Mac and, you know, or if you're Google that you, that you get a Chromebook, you know, or that you, you know, that you, whatever that experience is that they're trying to build through better quality to win your, you know, to win your heart, win the heart and mind that spells really good things for our future as consumers because it means the choices are going to be, it's likely we're going to have to choose between a really good option and a really good option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like that because that's, <laughs> right. you know, that's, that's, that's a lot more fun 
than the old, you know, days of proprietary lockouts. And yeah. this isn't compatible with that. And this doesn't yeah. work well with that. I mean, you know, and Microsoft's kind of been on that path for a while. I mean, the Office experience on the on on the, the iOS and, and Mac oh, platforms yep. in some ways is better than the, on the Windows. I mean, like, <laughs> like, but but that says something about Microsoft culture, right? Because they didn't just like, okay, we're gonna create a port, like you know, like, hey, I made a great PS4 game, and I'm gonna just like do do the bare minimum to make sure it works on the Xbox or vice versa, right? right? Like, they must have hired some people that loved Mac to build those products because they they're different, they feel different. They feel more more culturally like Apple than they do like Microsoft, and that that takes guts to do to do that. But it makes sense within Microsoft's if their mission is to own all the spaces in between to be that fabric. Then it will make sense that what wherever you encounter their product today, it's on the iOS platform. Maybe tomorrow it's not, but wherever you encounter that, that that you have that great experience. Yeah. Elaine, thank you so much yeah. for joining us today. Great conversation. Um, and I hope you come back because I think that there is a lot more Microsoft and Google and Apple and the results of that survey that we might be able to dig a little bit deeper in. And just to close out, remember the benchmark. So since we started talking about the 15 minutes in your yep. cafeteria, just remember you're looking for collaboration spaces, mm -hmm. gourmet coffee that's free, served in regular size cups, Free snacks and anything that perpetuates lots of employees going in and out, joining joining into meetings, going in and out of meetings, et cetera. You can kind of get a feel for a culture. And I've seen this play out time and again. Go spend 15 minutes in the cafeteria and that'll be your, call it your Google benchmark. I think I already know what the answer is for our cafeteria, but I'll spend 15 minutes in there ours this afternoon and report back. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much. All right. And folks, if you are in a place where you are evaluating your workforce and the tools that help them collaborate in the office, make sure you reach out to your account management team. You can engage and talk with them more about Microsoft and about Google. And if you're so inclined, they can even help you invite Lane to lunch in your cafeteria. With that, thanks for listening. We look forward to talking to you all down the road.